Folks, I am going to make a bold and crazy call, one that I frankly don't feel good about making because I know what it's going to do to first-time homebuyers, but I believe it, so I like to share. And of course, if I'm wrong, I expect all of you to make fun of me. And when I'm right, I will wear my nailed it shirt and make fun of folks that made fun of me. Only fair. <laughs> but Matt, uh, we're going to have this conversation with Matt, the mortgage guy, and it is interest rate related. How you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good, Mike. How you doing? I'm doing well. I want to thank you for doing all those one-off videos for my channel while I was uh, on my trip. Uh, the feedback has been amazing. So uh, uh, excellent job. Thank you for that. Yeah, it's fun. Just 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 because you're out, you know, sailing on a on a cruise ship doesn't mean that I don't want to interact. The with world them. stops. I mean, come so, on. What's what's the deal? Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's like I miss our great conversations. I miss interaction with the with the one rental at a time community, which uh, it's it's cool. It's 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 yeah. cool. You know, community, family, whatever you want to call it. People rooting for each other. People winning yeah. across the country. Um, people doing the work, holding each other accountable. Great audience. Great audience, but and here's my call. Attention, they're paying attention. Yes. This this week's a week to pay attention. There's some stuff happening. Oh yeah, today, today, Wednesday <laughs> the fifteenth. Oh my goodness. Uh, so here's my call, and we'll get into why. But I think by April fifteenth, we will once again be below six percent on the thirty year mortgage rate. I think Mortgage News reported it sometime in February when I was gone. We hit five nine nine, then we ticked all the way back up to seven oh seven or seven oh eight. I believe we will be sub six before tax day, before April 15th. How's that feel? What do you think? You got any questions? What do you, tell I, me what you think. Honestly, my first reaction is a painful one, which might seem funny. Like people know that I root for rates to go down. I root for first-time home buyers. I root for affordability. But these wild swings make it uncomfortable um, for for, for buyers makes it uncomfortable for me and my team to be completely honest, right? Like, cause now you've got people who are in contract who are locked in and, and, and rates slide and people start to think, well, if it went from seven to six and a half in this short of time, it might go down another half a percent in a week. And so then it just creates uncertainty. Um, and where I like a more steady downward trend or upward trend, the, the, the sharp peaks and valleys, just make it. How about hard. a week? How about a week of nothing? Would that be okay? Right. right. Can we press pause and 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 Just you flat. know, it's uh, it's funny too because when when we were sub six percent, uh, and you know for that brief moment in time, and you were calling two thousand twenty three sub six percent average, I responded to some comments where you know, I didn't know it was going to happen. We we both know that we don't have crystal balls. It goes to seven people like what happened, you know? Yeah, and, and, and now it's like, well, could we have a sub 6% average for 2023 <laughs> as a whole? It looks a lot more possible. And, and the thing for me too, is if rates go down, which I think they will, and if they continue to go down, not in a straight line, but over the next three, six, nine months, I already know what people are going to say. Oh, it's not because inflation started coming down. It's not because this, it's because of these black swan events. It's because banks crashed and there was no care. I was right. That's all that matters. <laughs> Just because yeah. you're not smart enough to think. Yeah. But again, this is why I think it's going to happen. And there are actually two things that happened today that really make me feel certain. Because I would have said this yesterday, but I'm even more certain today. And I guess there's three things. First and foremost, this anchors on the fact that I believe the Fed is near 
their terminal rate. It all starts with that. Yeah. I have said for the better part of a year, the terminal rate would be 5%. I have never wavered. Uh, we are one or two raises from being at that number. The terminal rate getting there and staying there is, is everything to this story. So that's one. Number two, we got a PPI reading that surprised shockingly to the downside today. It was expected 5.4. It came in at 4.5. PPI, if you guys don't know, that's kind of think of it as wholesale prices. So it typically feeds CPI. It's a leading indicator and an excellent one. And then perhaps the most important thing is we are seeing continuation of banking pain. Credit Suisse. Frankly, in my opinion, Matt, Credit Suisse is 10x worse than Silicon Valley Bank. Silicon Valley Bank was a isolated not risk adjusted, all of that. Credit Suisse is one of the top 20 institutions intertwined in our global banking economy. If it goes down and it looks really shaky, there will be collateral damage. Yeah. So yeah. that one scares me. And then people run to safety. They run to bonds. They run to gold. Some people run to crypto. But you're seeing rates come down. And then lastly, well, actually, let me stop there. So that's why I feel good that CPI is coming down. And I guess the last thing, the point about the banking crisis, and again, today is meaningful, is consumers are scared. Consumers are scared in the last 48 hours, the last four days, like they were when Lehman Brothers. I remember Lehman Brothers and the conversations I had with people in the hallways and all of that after that. They are right back there. And what does a scared consumer do? They pull back discretionary spending. My savings is not safe. I'm going to pull back. We're not going to do that trip. We're not going to buy that new thing. We're just going to sit tight. So I think Jerome Powell wins in the face of a banking crisis. Consumers pull back. Inflation comes in even faster. So that's where I'm at. That's why I think we're going to get sub six. Yeah. And 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 thinking about the consumer pullback, it might be a healthy pullback, right? Like we, we might have had it too much be, yeah. optimism, too much fake money injected. And now it's like, hey, you guys got to pull in the reins if you look at like credit card balances and stuff like that, like people just weren't right. People yeah. weren't pulling, pulling back and, and being responsible. So, so that might be a good thing. And, you know, I, I agree with you on, on the rate thing. I hope that it's smooth and steady and not super volatile Island. For, for a number of reasons. But um, to your point, I was looking at it and this was like last week, even you could look at, um, I don't know if you call it a heat map or projections or whatever for the Fed, right? And it looked, if you looked at it, like we had a couple more rate hikes going and then May or June, you actually start to see like their projections come back. So that if that terminal rate ended up at five, it was it was back in the threes by the end of yeah. the year. And yeah. so with all the stuff that's happening, like I even heard this morning that some people think that they're going to do an emergency meeting and a cut. Right. Which I've heard that who knows if that happens, but whatever the case, yeah. if, if the pivot doesn't happen here, it's happening soon. That's going to have downward pressure on interest rates. If PPI readings and other CPI readings, like most smart people I follow continue to go down, rates will follow. One thing that will be interesting, Mike, is, um, you know, that relationship between the 10 year and the 30 year fixed. I had somebody explain it to me about the reason why there's such a big gap opposed to historically being one and a half to 2% over 50 year period yep. is because of volatility. 
And oh, it like, absolutely is. Yeah, there's a correlation yeah. between vol, um, you know, volatility and that spread. So, you know, rates go down. There's going to be volatility, no doubt, for the next couple of months. But then as that volatility, like, kind of settles, there's uh, even let's more. Let's actually put some numbers on that. Can you pull up your rate sheet today? Homeowner, you know, eight, 800 credit score, 20% down. You know, give me any caveats you want. Yeah, you know, and 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 even, you know, I, I think that using Mortgage News Daily 6.55 for today is good enough for okay, government Okay, let's work. do 655. Let's so again, the 10-year treasury, as I'm looking at my phone, I'll round it to the nearest decimal, is 3.46. So again, Mortgage News Daily, what was it, 655? 655, yeah. So that's a 300 basis point move. And I've told people repeatedly, the 50-year trend is 1.8%. The reason we have a three is volatility, and it is my belief that banks are conservative until they know the terminal rate. As soon as the Fed pauses, no, as soon as the Fed hints that they will pause at the follow-on meeting, that margin collapses. Now, will we go back to the historical average of 1.8 immediately? No, but we'll go back to 2.5, 2.3, 2.2, 2. And if you take a 2% or darn, let's take a 2.3. You take 2.3 spread, which is 230 basis points on top of 3.45. What is that? That'd be a 5.75 mortgage. This is why I call sub six. And that's not even being aggressive because as you know, when we usually revert to the mean, we go past the mean. So just I, and again, the reason I'm uneasy with this is because I talked with top agents around the country. One of them in the Seattle area told me their inventory is down 40% in four months. Active inventory. And if you spring a sub six on the market, bidding wars, offer review dates, all first time home first time home buyers get hurt again. Yeah, I, I agree. And that and that's why like we don't want too much demand too fast. The market can't handle it when There's we've no already supply. got seven, eight, ten offers on anything that's, you know, at or near the median. It's 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 going to make it hard for consumers. And that's the thing too, is like, I'm, I'm all for, Hey, un, like affordability is an issue. We need prices to come down or we need rates to come down or a combination of the two, but we can't have too much too fast, or it's, it's going to have, you know, opposite effects on, on, on home prices. People aren't going to like that either. And so um, it'll be interesting to see because I think, you know, people, always have expectations and they want more no matter how much you give them in a lot of markets. Like if you look at Sacramento from, you know, call it May of 22, you probably have 15% reduction in price. So you've gotten some pullback in price. And then if you, you know, put a five handle on a mortgage, okay, now it's starting to look a little bit better, but you yeah. can't want, 15% more reduction in price and a 5% interest rate and expect there not to be mayhem in the market. Yeah. If we have, if we, if the rates get in the fives, like I expect in the next 30 days, again, I'm calling April 15th of 2023, just so there's a date on it. Um, and again, we're in the spring selling season. There's the supply is not coming because of what I've talked about interest rate lock-in and, and all of that. So I'm, I'm nervous. I'm apprehensive about, uh, what, what might be coming. Um, 
Yeah. Any kind of closing thoughts on this about my crazy call of sub six in the next 30 days or 31 days, whatever it is? No, I would just say from my perspective, because I see, you know, a good thing with, with, with rates trickling down kind of cause fear and panic in people. Um, I don't want people to obsess with interest rate. Um, I want people to be aware of what rates are and how much they qualify for and what a mortgage looks like. Um, and, you know, I unfortunately deal with it a lot and I feel a lot of empathy towards somebody who's so anxious that they're checking rates twice a day. Yeah. If, if, if you've got your scenario and you've done the work and you say, okay, at a six and a half percent, here's what my payment's going to look like. Check in once a week. Are rates up or down? Oh, they're slightly better. They're slightly worse. Generally speaking, they're not going to move as much as they have in the last week. <laughs> well, yeah. so, Generally so speaking. Could, right. So you could check in once a month and still be fine. But like, I just, I see Let's do that once a week. In, Let's do once a week for a little while. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, I just see that self-inflicted pain and fear that people stress themselves and stress that, that yeah. I don't want them to have because, you know, if, if you're doing the work and, and you're making a good decision on neighborhood and price and your budget and whatnot, six, 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 four, you know, it's not going to make such a big difference that you need to look at the stock price every single day. Right. And that's, yeah. that's what it's, it's equivalent to is somebody who's thinking about buying Tesla stock, checking in on the stock every 32 minutes. Yeah. At the end of the day, folks, if you want to work with a professional mortgage broker, I recommend Matt, the mortgage guy. How would they reach out to you? Go to greatmortgagebroker.com. Tell us where you're at, how we can help. And we'll connect you with um, somebody on the team who's licensed in your state and ready to roll. There you go. Thanks, buddy.